0: Is this my water? No, it's my water again. <laughs> it's mine now. Oh, one second before we start. Yeah. I just need to take my retainers out because I get all licks. <gasps> Why are you so <laughs> gross? <laughs> 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 oh, that is
1: disgusting. <laughs> Do you want to hold no, them? No, I don't. I want you to put them really far away from me. I'll just put
0: them. <laughs> 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 I hope Theodore doesn't eat them. Dogs love to chew them. You are minging Right. That's what friends are
1: for. Hi, and welcome to Tits and Tea, the self-sponsored, that's not a thing, self-published, we're not a book, and self-edited, that's why it's clunky, fortnightly podcast, where Rochelle, that's me, and Emily, that's me, drink tea and talk about... What are we going to talk about? Mm, like, life and stuff? sure, where we talk about life and stuff. Imagine this podcast is like having a cup of tea with a couple of mates. Enjoy this episode.
0: Hi Rochelle. Good morning Emily. What a wonderful day here it is in Melbourne. Donking day. 20 degrees, heat wave in England. Thank you
1: spring. It's been quite a nice spring so far actually, isn't it?
0: Spring has sprung. It's made me feel better. I've, yes, had, I've so. had
1: a shitty week. How about you?
0: Well, yeah, I've just been in a bit of a frump. Yeah. Flat. Flat. COVID?
1: Not have you got COVID? I mean, <laughs> <now?
0: laughs> I probably have. Um, yeah, I just, I feel probably restricted. Yeah. I felt like someone had got my heart and was pressing it very deep into my body. What a visceral mm. description. Yeah. Yeah, so I just, it felt very heavy. Mm. and Not the amount of food i have been eating either. Oh,
1: God, that's, do you know what? That was an, a direct response for me this last week of just feeling a little bit, like, I know what you mean, that kind of like heaviness and that sort of oppressed feeling. I ate everything.
0: I even ate McDonald's. Did you? <gasps> yeah. You didn't tell me that. Yeah. I even what ate
1: McDonald's.
0: Have? chicken nuggets and chips that
1: is that is the gold standard of mcdonald's right there isn't it like if you're going to go dirty go dirty
0: yeah it's just like i hated myself that much in that moment (laughs) (laughs) that i was just adding to it was Um, it self-hatred
1: though was it hatred of the situation because this is i've really noticed this about myself like throughout the pandemic like those flat moments and sometimes they're a week I mean I've had a whole month of it Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just a day and sometimes even just an afternoon those flat moments I've really noticed that it's been like frustration with the external environment and less about frustration with myself and I think that's a reflection of how much of my own sort of spiritual (laughs) development I've done in the last few years now I can't compare it so I don't know what my reaction would have been this time five years ago Mm. but I feel like I have been able to really distinguish between what is going on sort of globally around me and then my relationship with myself yeah so it's it's felt weirdly sort of like a powerless thing as opposed to like I hate myself it's been more like I'm just really frustrated with the situation I'm frustrated with the Division, I'm frustrated with the monotony, as opposed to, like, I'm blaming myself for not living my life. Yeah, it
0: wasn't hatred to myself. It was more like that um, being a teenager and rebelling. Yes. Like I hate this situation so much that I'm gonna make it even worse. I'm gonna do all these bad things because I can. Yeah, let me slam the door in your face. Yeah, yeah. and I just, but you know, probably the same as you. I had, I was like poor, 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 post hormonal, so mm. I didn't get, I didn't get like PMT, PMT, PMS, whatever Either it's called, or syndrome or tension. <laughs> yeah. It? Um, before but i had it kind of to the latter end i get that sometimes Um, sometimes
1: i get both sometimes i get the bookend
0: oh i think there's like one day a month that you're normal yeah (laughs) it's so true (laughs) there's always something going on catch me on my one good day which is today yeah you're lucky (laughs) lucky lucky um so yes i've been feeling a bit meh and then Suddenly popped up on my feed yesterday that it's actually Are You Okay Day tomorrow. Is that Emily Chadbourne?
1: No, I'm not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to do like a proposal of something we should do, but uh, are you okay?
1: It's interesting, Are You Okay Day, isn't it? Because, um, like, while I wholly back it, obviously, I back anything to do with having a conversation about mental health and bringing mental health into the light and and exposing not exposing it but you know like Mm. giving space awareness yeah awareness and giving space for the conversation (sighs) like are you okay can actually sometimes be like a really counterproductive question to ask like when I'm in it when I'm in a funk and I am not here like I don't suffer from deep deep depression but you know everyone has mental health and Mm. everyone has varying degrees of managing their mental health like asking me if I'm okay is Probably one of the worst things that you could ask me. What I need you to do is to just tell me you love me. It's like, I, I love you on. and I'm here to listen to you.
0: I love you.
1: Oh, I love you too. Friend um, o- a friend of mine who has actually suffered with depression and I had that conversation and he was like, don't ever ask me if I'm okay. Because I'm because not I'm okay. Because I'm clearly fucking not okay. What I need you to do is tell me that you love me.
0: Yeah. I found that what I tend to do with my friends is just message them saying hey just checking in yeah just checking in sending you loads of love here if you need me yeah just checking in Mm. and then they can respond however they want not like hi are you okay no i'm not okay i've not left the house for like yeah
1: (laughs) i'm in the middle of this fucking never-ending lockdown yeah Yeah.
0: never-ending lockdown so, yeah, are you okay?
1: Yeah. It is important. It is such an important time. I mean, obviously, we're talking here in Australia, um, specifically ev- Victoria and, of course, New South Wales, who are also in a mega lockdown. But, you know, it is a really important time to be reaching out to your mates and, and yeah. checking if they're okay. Not necessarily asking, are you okay, but just checking in. Just checking I in. I love you. There is space for you. I'm here to support you. Yeah, um, Because it is, it's a very isolating and strange time. And I was talking to someone the other day about the Spanish flu, and they were talking about their grandmother, ta- see, si. the si. great grandmother living through the Spanish. Is that Spanish? See, si. see, si. is it? See, si. see, si. Si, si, senorita. Oh yeah, si, senora. Um, Honestly, you th- missed that joke. But I anyway. did. It went right over my head. I just, I barely understand English, so don't start trying to make quips at me in Spanish. <laughs> um, they were talking about their great grandmother living through the Spanish flu and how you know there wasn't the internet and there wasn't. Um, even electricity in many homes and and everyone just sort of got on with it. But I also got the impression in that conversation that there was much more of a community feel Mm. than we have right now. Like, because people sort of lived in their villages, you knew all your neighbours, half of them were probably family members. And so while there was still sort of isolation and it was probably tougher to be in isolation than it is right now because we've got electricity we've got the internet and we've got all of these things to entertain us but you know there was also this sort of sense of community which people have kind of lost especially in the last 18 months but even before that because we live in such a sort of dispersed manner these days so it is a really important time to be checking in on your mates and just letting them know that you love them you don't have to solve anything for, for them no. and i think that's one of the reasons people don't check in with their mates sometimes it's like well look i've if they've got something big going on like how do i help them it's like you don't help them all you do is you show up for them yeah. and you just repetitively tell them that you love them and that you are there and that they are important in your mm. life and that it will be enough sometimes to really drag someone out or not not out of depression completely but to lift them up a notch
0: yeah so the other day, I think I was around here, actually. I'd got a text message, one of the girls who I worked with. She'd ended up at a tier one site. So she was going to be in 14-day quarantine. I just picked up the phone when I left here. I went, hey, just checking in. How are you going? Is there anything you need? Mm. I, I'm here If you want to scream down the phone, if you want to do some breath work, if you want to do some yoga, just know I'm here. Mm. And like you said, you know, I can't solve that she's going to be in quarantine, but I can just put my hand out there. Mm. Just know there's people there. But the sense of, like you said, in the villages, the community, Do I think we still have community, but obviously it's so worldwide now Mm. and you know people have facebook communities and instagram communities that it's not in one place so we probably don't feel it as a collective as much as Mm. you know i also think years ago or however many years ago yeah
1: i also think it harps back to what we talked about in our last episode around covid affecting friendships there are a lot of people who maybe did feel quite secure in certain friendship groups or certain communities and because of the division that we are seeing mm. in vaccinations and how people are choosing to you know abide by lockdown or not and all of these things I think some people are actually feeling almost more distanced from yeah. their communities now so yeah a really important time to be reaching out to your mates um not just because it's are you okay day but just in general life is life is big at the moment there's a lot going on
0: it's a bit like valentine's day that it's the one day of the year that everyone declares their undying love for each other i hate it because it happens to be my birthday so it's it's my birthday mm. um check in with every day should be are you okay day yeah okay. every day should be i love you day mm. um yeah just just check in That's yeah all i've really got to say on that and um yeah yeah so my life hack this week mm. my big win mm i was sat on my balcony and i share a wonderful old old fashioned oh. My old balcony. Oh no. <laughs> <An> old balcony. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Oh, that's so, excellent. Your so building is old and it has a balcony <laughs> on it. <laughs> okay. So I've got this big old wooden balcony that I happen to share with my next door neighbour. Who's a legend. Is a legend. And so she's got one end, I've got the other. And then there's like this staircase in the middle. So there's this massive big void um, of a wall. Anyway, we both sat out there. She'd come off a night shift. And we're both sat, um, and we're just having a chat, trying to stay awake, and both a bit, ugh, life is just hard." hard. And we got chatting, and then the next minute I was like, I have a projector. So...
1: Oh, you projected onto the brick wall. We
0: projected a movie onto the brick wall and made a proper outdoor cinema. So we had blankets, we had popcorn, we had ice cream. I was like, yeah, screw you, COVID. I've got one over on you this week. I'm going to have my own outdoor movie.
1: That's that's excellent. What do you watch? (laughs) We watch Bridesmaids. Yay!
0: Yay. I mean, how to uplift... Your life and your energy. Everything is better. Weddings and that film.
1: Is Why is that film so epic. good? Why is it so good, though? I can't like. I don't Help watch me, movies. I'm
0: bored. <laughs> I mean, when they get on that aeroplane and she's going into first so class. Good. Who wants to party?
1: My favourite is when they go to the restaurant and then they will shit themselves <laughs> in the bridesmaids' dresses.
0: Well, <laughs> that's not. My favourite part, because that actually normally happens to me when I've been eating out. I'm going to shit myself. Yeah, you do always shit yourself <laughs> I, after I a Chinese. It. Yeah, I hate um, it.
1: But why do you think that film is so relatable? I mean, it's it's very funny. The, the there, cast? There is something that, like, behind all of the, like, humour and the good setups and the one-liners and the aeroplane scenes and the shitting of your pants, behind all of that... There is something about that movie that makes it so universally loved. And it, that I think it's because everyone in some way can relate to like a meltdown around a wedding.
0: I think as well with girls, everyone can relate to being that single girl... Of some part of your life that things are just not going right, because she loses a business and mm. she's broke up with a boyfriend and and then your best mate is just having the time of her life, and you know and she's you're not and you're not, and it's that separation, that real divide that you see mm. as well, and it's not in an awful way it's just these two lives mm. are completely different at the moment, yeah and
1: yeah, that's a really good point. It's like we were best friends because we were on the same trajectory and now you've gone off on one path and that is deemed to be the right path or the happy path or the Mm. good path. And my path is like a crock of shit because I've just lost my business. My partner turned out to be an arsehole. I'm single. I'm living with my mum.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm seeing this guy and he doesn't really care about me. Mm. And I just want to be loved.
1: Yeah. And And you're getting that and I'm not. Yeah. And now
0: my best friend... I'm losing you and yeah, there's no love. And then she's friends with... The, the perfect friend. The perfect, yeah. you know, the, God, the legs. I mean, it's all of it is just great. And when you really dissect it and break it down, and then obviously, you know, there's a crazy sister-in-law. Well, that's
1: just <laughs> comic gold. When she takes all the puppies, <laughs> too many, I took too many.
0: I mean, when she, oh. I think the whole aeroplane scene is my favourite oh, because God. when she's going, are you a marshal? Are you a marshal? <laughs>
1: She's so Come good. On, is that Melinda me. McCartney? Yeah, she She's is McCarthy? great. McCarthy? What's her surname? McCarthy. Anyway, McCarthy. I
0: would have been a McCarthy.
1: If you got married? Mm. Was that his surname? Yeah. Tell me about your almost wedding.
0: Well, first of all, I was going to have a double-barreled surname. Oh, were you? Yeah, but wait for it. <laughs> so <laughs> you just
1: going to make it up? <laughs> Princess I was, Consuela?
0: I, I was drunk when I said it. And... So my name is Rochelle Fisher, and his name was McCarthy. So I said, I'm going to do a double-barreled bar- name. And everyone's like, what, Rochelle Fisher McCarthy? I was like, no, I'm going to be Rochelle McFish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just like... <laughs> Can I order that from McDonald's? <laughs> I'd like a Rochelle McFish, please. There's Rochelle Some McFish. fries and some barbecue sauce.
0: I mean, it's a great name, isn't it? McFish. Yeah. So forget the double barreled <laughs> and just kind of combine your two surnames together.
1: Uh, so Kim's husband, Jason, yeah. his surname is Lawla. Yes. And Kim's surname is Sammy Otis.
0: Oh wow. So That's they call cool they name. call
1: themselves Lawliotis. That's
0: great. <laughs> That's <laughs> really yeah. sweet. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you want to know about my almost wedding? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we've never really talked I mean, I knew that you were engaged. Yeah. I've actually been I engaged did. twice. Yeah, but you've only planned one wedding. I only planned
0: one wedding, yeah.
1: And I don't, I've never really asked you about it. I don't know why. Well, actually, now I'm thinking about it, why have I never really asked you the details (laughs) of the almost because it was like you planned the whole thing, didn't you? Oh, yeah. The
0: venue was booked. I was going to get married in Nusa because I used to live on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah. And I thought, did you have a dress? I didn't have a dress, I'd seen the dress that I liked, but I was going to fly back to England and do like dress fittings with my godmother and things oh over yeah. there at christmas. um
1: How many months before the wedding did you call off Oh a, a year oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 but you were you weren't planned that far in advance, of course you were
0: well, you know we got engaged at the new year and by the march April time um. I literally like planned everything in the weekend. You are like, a machine. This is my venue. Give me the list of people nearby. I might write I'll do X, Y, and Z, and it was done easy.
1: Yeah, you're so good at making decisions. You're such a quick decision maker. I really like that about you. So when you, I like that about you. What are the good qualities about <laughs> Michelle? She makes really quick decisions. <laughs> <laughs> but do I? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you do. Yeah, you do make yeah. quick decisions. Um that's how you're that's why you're a good manifestor, I think. When That's why I'm a
0: good nurse. <laughs> yes. You, you can, <laughs> in an operating room, you cannot You don't ponder. <laughs> you, you do not ponder, you do.
1: Um did you find did you did you have like a list of bridesmaids? Yes.
0: Um, did so you like, do like a
1: big like, will you be my bridesmaid thing? Or did you just send them a text message being I, like, bitch, be my bridesmaid?
0: I sent them a bunch of flowers. Yeah, nice. Yeah. 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 And how many did you have? One, two, three. I had three bridesmaids. Or I think his sister was going to be my bridesmaid as well. So four and then my friend's little girl. How
1: do we feel about that?
0: Well, I was quite close to her. So okay. that, was, that was cool.
1: Because I have seen that many a time where you've got like four bridesmaids and three of them are the brides like best 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 mates and then you've got like the groom's cousin or the groom's sister and she's just really not really part of the same energy like you can see that she's not part of the same and even if she's wearing the same dress got the same hairstyle wearing holding the same flowers like you can almost see energetically that she's apart from the rest of the bridal pie and i just feel like like The bridesmaids should be the brides go-to people, not like, well, I'm asking you to be a bride. Because I think that causes all sorts of stresses and strains. I'm not sure whether I mean, this is the person who's never been married, so... Yeah,
0: I can't remember whether she was going to be a bridesmaid or not now. I mean, you know, you just forget some things, don't you? It's Mm. not important. Um, Did
1: you rely on your bridesmaids? Did you ask them?
0: No, it's just like, do you want to be my bridesmaids?" Yeah, cool. Okay, I'll let you i let you know what you're
1: wearing Uh, and when to turn up. Yeah. Were you going to ask them to pay for anything? No. Yeah, okay.
0: I mean, I'd have just got cheap dresses from ASOS. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) The only thing that I said I wanted to do was my own flowers. Yeah. And I just said, because it was new, so I was like, we'll go to the flower place and then we'll do all the little... Yeah, the button...
1: What are they called? The palp... Button thingies, the button things, yeah, yeah. and then flowers in your button.
0: So, I suppose because I'm quite an organised person and I'm quite creative, I was just like, "This is what what I can and do." Yeah, yeah. And that.
1: Well, we did the flowers for Daya's wedding, we and did. I would say that Daya's wedding was the most laid back wedding I have ever been a part of. Well, number one, I manifested in my
0: bridesmaid. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I know this story, but you need to just tell the nation, the entire world. So first of all, Emily Chabon is a mindset coach and she is great at manifesting. Now this is manifestation at its finest. Please tell the world. Well,
1: Deo announced her wedding and obviously we were all really, really excited and she had like... It was
0: going to be in Rio, wasn't it? No, it was going to no. be in Argentina. I <laughs> um, don't know why I said Rio, but anyway. Yeah, yeah it was going to be in
1: Argentina, where, which is where Sebastian's from. Um, and so I was going to go, um, and she just asked her bridesmaids, and they were sort of dotted all around the world, her bridesmaids, really, mm. weren't they? Yeah. Um, and I think there were like three of them. Anyway, then COVID happened, and obviously, you know, Argentina turned into St. Kilda. Which is where we live. And as the wedding sort of approached, and to be fair, you, me, and Daya got much closer in that year of COVID in 2020. It's really where our friendship sort of cemented. Yeah. And as the wedding just got closer and closer.
0: The bridesmaids. She just,
1: well, no, I think she just realized that she needed someone, some people on the ground who were just going to be really hands on. Mm. Because, you know, like Amy or Bhakti Tara, for example, in yeah. Sydney couldn't actually really do much on yeah. the ground here in St Kilda. So anyway, before she asked you and I and Ellie to be <laughs> bridesmaids, I had turned around to Rochelle and I who, I was like... I'm going to be a bridesmaid at day's wedding. Like, I don't want to just attend this wedding. I want to be a bridesmaid at this wedding. And Dave was like, "Well, you can't just ask." And Michelle was like, "Well, you can't just ask yourself to be a bride. Like, you can't just make yourself a bridesmaid." And I was like, "I'm going to manifest a bridesmaid position at this wedding." And Michelle was like, "Don't be ridiculous." So then I went out to buy a dress for the wedding, and I bought myself a bridesmaid's dress. Do you Remember, I was like, "I've bought myself a bridesmaid's dress to wear because I'm going to be a bridesmaid at day's wedding." And, and literally, was like,
0: I can't do that. You then messaged Ellie and I a picture of you in this dress with a thought ball <laughs> above it saying mm,
2: dress.
0: I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna put it on our Instagram page when we make one
1: I did do that that's so funny I
0: need to find this picture it's hilarious uh,
1: and then literally a week later Dea picked up the phone she was like hey there's no like I, there's no limit on how many bridesmaids I can have. Do you guys want to be my bridesmaids as well? I could really do with some like on-ground help and you know we're going to do our own flowers and you know someone needs to order, you know organize this 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 and this and I was just like um, <sighs> yep.
0: I mean we are the people to organize stuff, aren't we? You and I. Yeah, I mean we, we could we have our own events company. Nailed that wedding. Yes.
1: Yeah. But it was also the most laid back wedding. Like
0: we got to just wear whatever we well there was a I love the fact that it was soft pinky color soft pinky tones are floral yeah and buy your own dress buy your own dress and and, and
1: buy something that you want to wear again because because it's your own dress
0: and that's what i love about daya she's a non-waist person isn't yeah yeah, yeah she like would like hate if you
1: bought a dress that would only be worn once yeah
0: so then shall we talk about my dress
1: oh god do you remember shopping for so i bought this bridesmaids <laughs> dress before I was even a bridesmaid, because I was so sure that I was going to make it happen. Because she's
0: queen of manifesting.
1: And then the day before the wedding...
0: I didn't have a dress.
1: Michelle had just left, which is so no, unlike no, no. you. I,
0: no, I'd not left it to the last minute. I'd ordered two dresses off oh, Boohoo. Right. And then they got stuck. So that's a UK company. And there they my parcel got stuck in Germany... Mm. Anyway, it just happened to arrive the actual day of the wedding. So it's too late by then. The night before, you and I... Ran um, into Chadston Shopping Centre, which is my idea of hell. I'm like, I'm on a budget. Couldn't find anything. <laughs> then end up in Ted Baker. And Em's like, is this your idea of a budget?
1: <laughs> so $350 on a budget dress. So anyway, so we're in Ted Baker. <laughs> and she tries this dress on. And then all I just hear is this like... <laughs> and like this, the sound of a zip. And then, like, an abrupt end. And I was like, that is not the sound of a zip that has done its job appropriately. And the next thing I know, the curtain comes out. The curtain comes around and, like, Michelle's little head pokes out. And she's got these massive, big, wide eyes. And she's looking at me. She's like, I think I got stuck. And her granny pant knickers were so tangled up. Do you remember at one point we thought we are going to have to buy that dress? Because...
0: You just couldn't get it, we
1: just couldn't get it off. And we just could not unzip this Ted
0: Baker dress from Rochelle's
1: knickers. And I mean, it was were like, hands down <laughs> the funniest thing. It was flesh-colored knickers. Massive granny flesh knickers.
0: I'd been wearing something at work that day that you obviously... You don't have to need. excuse your
1: shit underwear to me, babe. I,
0: I think I peed myself a little bit <laughs> <in> Ted <laughs> Baker. But I did buy the dress and yeah. I did wear the dress. And I looked great it in the dress. It was
1: a gorgeous dress. Yeah. You haven't worn it since, but and, you know what it was. And meant. it has pockets <laughs> there you go, um, but yeah, no. You see, and I, so I think what, the, what was great about Daya's wedding was that it was so laid back. I mean, there were at one point I was a bit like, "This is so laid back that I'm beginning to sweat a little bit." Like, is yep. it going to come together? But it did because she's amazing, um, and I
0: was doing the flowers on the morning of the wedding, wasn't I?
1: Yeah, and you didn't look at all stressed. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so on the theme of weddings. Let's talk about friendship and weddings because it yeah. does seem to be that there are some friendships that have been lost to the wedding game. Um, I found this article on Brides magazine online yeah. called Why Weddings Can Ruin Friendships. Okay. They've okay. listed four categories, but I'd like to introduce a fifth. The first one is of secret. Course did. Of course you do. Of course. Sorry. <laughs> the first one is secret expectations. Mm. I get this. So it's like, would you like to be my bridesmaid? Yes. And so you think to yourself, okay, so I'm going to come to the bachelorette party, or the hen's party, just
0: turn into an American. American.
1: Um, and I'm going to come maybe to the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. And then the wedding itself. But then if all of a sudden you're then asked to plan the hen's party that's like treble the amount of work then maybe you are also going to be asked to be in charge of looking after dottery old nana or trying to keep a separated parents away from each other or can you also babysit my you know nephew Mm. or can you help clear up the day after the wedding you know all of these other things that actually then maybe make you feel more like hired staff.
0: Yeah, I was gonna, well, than, I was gonna say slave, but. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> we'll edit that out. Um,
0: <laughs> you wedding slave. Do you wanna be my bride slave? <gasps> Ooh, slave? My, bri- my, bride. my bride slave. Bride slave. Um,
1: so I get that secret expectations. Yep. I, I can see how that could damage the trust of a friendship, I suppose.
0: Does anyone, any bridesmaid in, in her right mind think that she just rocks up to things? Like, isn't part Me, of being a bridesmaid helping? No, I'm that person. No. Helping.
1: No, I'm the person that just rocks up.
0: Well, I'm the person with the full whiteboard and Excel spreadsheet going, how can I help?
1: I'll, d- I'll do some helpy stuff. Yeah. Like, I helped with Daya's hens, and, yes. you know, we helped on the day, but I'm, I'm you know, I wasn't yeah. going to go and fucking clear up afterwards or anything like that. We did actually, though. Oh, did. we did at the we? yacht club the day yeah. after yeah, didn't we, we did. And um, um,
0: so number two. Number two, money. Ooh. Ooh. I mean that's a whole podcast in itself is friendship and, and money.
1: money. Um like Day was very clear with us. Yeah. Like you buy your own dress, but you can wear what you want in this sort of vague colour scheme. But you know, you and I could have rocked up wearing fluorescent orange and yeah, she would have just been glad that we were there. Yeah um but I don't think that is typical of everybody I mm. I can imagine like imagine if like because it's expensive like to do a hens especially if your bride's like oh we're all gonna get Marbella you know we're gonna do a weekend in Ibiza and so that's really expensive Even if you just go out for dinner and drinks. Yeah. Plus then, you know, imagine the day before the bride just drops on you that actually you've also got to pay for your hair and makeup or your dress or your shoes. Like, then you've got a wedding gift. Then you've got the time away. Like, normally you're staying at a hotel or especially if it's like, that's a lot of money and time Mm. to invest. And, you know, likelihood is that's not the only friend that's getting married that season or, you know, maybe you've got two or three really close friends that have been married in the last couple of years. It really fucking adds up, especially if you're not getting married (laughs) and you're like, no one's spending this money or time on me. I know, yeah. I do get that. Yeah. I do think that is a slight bone of contention.
0: That's like a little bit of the epi epi? episode of Sex in the City with Carrie Bradshaw in her shoes. Yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. Great episode.
1: Yeah, is where she leaves she the shoes. Leaves uh, is asked the to leave lullers. the shoes at the door but for the like baby shower party, and or like, yeah, yeah. And
0: then someone steals her five hundred dollars shoes, and
1: then she demands that the mum buys, buys,
0: them, buys yeah. them back. Yeah, it's a great episode. Um,
1: the third is stress on top of stress on top of stress. I mean, that's just a so Stress Cycle.
0: Yeah, it needs.
1: It's funny because you don't, like, lots of your friends you don't really see in their stressful situations. I think about lots of my friends who've got really stressful jobs, but I don't see them in those stressful jobs. I actually don't know who they are in moments of stress because I only ever see them over brunch or at a party or, like, in relaxation mode. And so you can have a really great friend that Mm. you see quite a lot. But you only ever see them in one particular context of life, which is recreational. Yeah, and so you actually might not know the side of them that turns into a bit of, bu- of a bully when they get stressed, mm. or who gets really hyper anxious when they get stressed, or yeah. who gets snappy at other people. Like you might just never have. See- you could be really good friends with someone, you could have known them from childhood, but you've never really just you've just never seen that aspect of them. Mm. And then when that comes out in you know a stressful situation yeah. around the wedding. That can be quite, I would imagine, quite confronting. So, a bit like, who the fuck even is this person? Yeah. Like, this isn't, like, this isn't laid-back Sally that I normally see after 15 margaritas.
0: Mm. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It depends of, like, how you know that person as a friend. Mm. You know, if that's a drinking friend or if it's a work friend or if it's mm. an exercise buddy. You know, because I... I think I'm a little bit of a social butterfly as in I know you have like your solid crew of people but I normally have like friends. Oh, you're, you're a social slut <laughs> a social, oh I like that one I I'm like a that slut.
1: too. A little social slut
0: I'm all of a bit of a social slotting I do um, <laughs> <laughs> I just said Ooh, that on a podcast made
2: my vagina feel funny <laughs> <laughs>
0: at least you didn't Uh. have a twig near yours. (laughs) (laughs) Theodore's just sat on my lap and And a a twig just appeared. A
1: twig fell out of Theodore's (laughs) fur in between (laughs) Michelle's leg and I was like, what's that? She was like, my vagina is now just producing twigs. It was very funny, <laughs> but you might have needed to be here. Anyway, don't know if that translated. Moving on. Stress is a thing. <laughs> Number four, it won't oh. guarantee that it will fix a friendship. Now, this was written by Brides Magazine. Yes. This isn't my stuff. And I would never have thought of this, but um, the article explains that like, there are situations where brides will choose bridesmaids, not because they necessarily want them or because they are close to them in their life at the moment, but maybe they're a childhood friend and they've drifted apart a little bit, Mm. but they feel like they should because, you know, when they were 14, they made a pact with each other that they would be each other's bridesmaids. Or they want to try and repair a friendship because it has, you know, kind of like distanced itself over time. And so they think that by inviting them into a highly stressful situation, did you just dribble water all over yourself? Did you just try and swallow (laughs) and it just fell out your mouth?
0: (laughs) Why are you like this? I don't know. <laughs> I actually tried eating something yesterday at work and it just kept falling out of my mouth. And Jake's like, do you know how to eat? <laughs> Did you ever visit was it your retainers? Did you have your retainers in? <laughs> you can't eat with retainers in. Nice. Anyway. Anyway,
1: so it won't guarantee to fix a relationship.
0: No. Well, I mean, I think that's the same as people having a baby. Yeah, you we' know, won't fix your relationship. Oh, my relationship. God, my relationship's terrible. Let's have a baby. <laughs> um will help. Or let's get married, you know. Yeah I, yeah, I don't feel like I can trust you. Well, let's get married then. Yeah. You know, and it's just, I, yeah. I think that is a big thing of, mm. oh, no, this person, I don't feel like we connect anymore, but I don't feel like she feels mm. important enough in my life, so I'll ask her to be my bridesmaid. Nah. yeah. But again, talking that, about that, oh, sorry, go on. No, no, I was just going to say that goes back to being honest and open with people, with yourself, and with yourself, yeah. and setting boundaries and just being truthful, even yeah. though the truth hurts in the long term, mm. it is for the best. I was a so
1: bridesmaid I, once for my best mate in the UK, mm. and I hated the groom i just hated
0: him see that happened with one of my They're bridesmaids yeah one of my bridesmaids actually when i went to her house and said um i'm not getting married and she's like thank god i hated <laughs> that douchebag
1: <laughs> Maybe she but, was right
0: and look i mean she'd obviously seen things that other people hadn't seen because yeah. she lived in the next street to me um, where my other friends were, like, living in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they, they only ever get on, your
1: version of the relationship and, they and get, you're cherry-picking the version of the yeah, relationship. Yeah, and they, they only get,
0: them. like, Facebook and Instagram mm. version. Um, where It was co- really
1: hard, though. I'll be really honest. It was really yeah. hard being happy or pretending to be happy for my friend, walking down the aisle, doing all the photos and nodding along with her when she's like, isn't he amazing? I'm like, no. He's so he wrong for you. He is not a good man and turned out not to be but um you're like
0: huh? I was wrong no not no at I all. Know, no. I know not I know you wouldn't have been like that I was trying to be funny but it didn't come across it <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just came across as a bitch um all right I'm gonna add number five onto this of course you are. um I can't remember what it was now <laughs> Why oh again so we've actually already discussed it but like Weddings can ruin friendships, I think, sometimes because when a bride doesn't take into consideration that maybe her bridesmaid isn't having a good life. Yes. Does that make And so not that you should, as a bride, downplay your joy and your excitement. Mm. You shouldn't. You shouldn't dull that just because somebody else isn't having a good time. But equally, you do need to be aware of your friends that maybe are desperate for marriage and children, and that is, you know, for whatever reason, Mm. feeling very far away from them. So I think jealousy, (laughs) jealousy is a horrible word, envy is maybe a better word, Um, can be a factor as well. Yeah. yeah. All of this is related to um, something that I saw on TikTok. I've been back on TikTok, mate. TikTok? I think that's your jam now. Do you know, I don't ever want to post on TikTok, but I just love watching other people's videos on it.
0: I think we should do a TikTok. I think I could become a TikTok we are not phenomenon. A num- burp, num- sorry.
1: We are not doing any TikTok dance moves.
0: <laughs> Why well, I'm great at dance moves.
1: No. So, another viral TikTok video from yep. this chick called Lisa Marie. The video itself, I'm just going to be honest, it's not very good. Okay. Well, but the topic... Did you make I will judge, but the to- topic is what has made people watch it 5 million times. She's talking about how she asked her friends to be bridesmaids, mm. this Lisa Marie chick, and so she had like a, a box of gifts. She yep. took these chicks out for dinner, box of gifts in front of them, and there's all these lovely gifts, please be my bridesmaid, yada, yada, and the inside there's a letter, a Ooh. two-page letter detailing everything that she expects from them. Great. Right. It's called a transparency letter, so she covers time commitments, money commitments, dress and aesthetics, what she expects from that, and also at the end she's just said, "But you don't have to say yes, and it won't affect our friendship." And first of all, I was like, "Oh my god, that's so bridezilla!" Like you can't be no. that. And, and then I was like, "Actually, isn't that what all good relationships are based on? Very clear, very concise boundaries, expectations, and communication."
0: Well, it's like a job contract, isn't it? Yeah, totally. These are your hours this is what, this is I, what expect. I expect. And if you don't want to do this, all good. You she don't said have one to sign of it. one
1: of her friends didn't, one of her friends was like I actually can't commit to that. I you that's know great. and she's like absolutely fine and they're still really great friends. But isn't that better to find out before than 3 days before the mm. wedding when you're like I'm not fucking paying for my hair as well, Lisa Marie, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I thought that was quite actually quite a good idea. My my initial response to it was like, "Eel, high maintenance." And I was like, "Actually, no, that's just really respectful."
0: I really like, that's a girl with boundaries. Yeah. That's a girl with so many boundaries. And on that note, we were both sat here on Sunday after you'd devoured your body weight in a sahi bowl. And I'd had like... Oh, Sunday was not a good day for us, was it? No, we were both like, we were not vibing at all on Sunday. No. And so I'm sat on your couch just needed a crane to like airlift me home I've
1: got no idea where this story is going but i'm invested
0: yeah and then i just said i'm not gonna move until you tell me to And you're <laughs> like i need you to actually leave i was like get out my house but that's the friendship we've got and she's the same she, yeah that was m- me saying to you you need to tell me when Wanting to leave to your house yeah, because, and then, like, because
1: immediately i was like i need you to leave my house I and i'm like
0: cool But if I'd have sat here and not said anything, you'd have been like. The resentment would have built. Oh, God, just leave my house. I I would have probably picked up on that energy because we're. We get it. We get it. But that's a good friendship.
1: Yeah. It's healthy, I think. It's healthy. To be able to say, I need some space. You know,
0: and then to laugh about it afterwards. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, God, some days you're just not. Vibing it, vibing it, and it's yeah. like I just need to be on my own. So I really like this girl, and I really like that she's done yeah. that because go Lisa Marie. One sometimes you can't commit financially to things, mm. and she might have said to that other girl, "Thank you so much. Why don't you read something at my wedding? Yeah. Be a part of something yeah, like that." Yeah. yeah. That is, oh, I hope she okay. did. Yeah. Um So we interviewed a wedding planner. Didn't we did we we? interview a wedding planner. Should we have we? a little lesson? Yeah.
2: I mean, before I was a wedding planner, I'd heard stories. It was always the, oh, bridezillas and weddings are so stressful and they're these big, like the most important day of people's lives. And as much as, yes, it is a very important day, I do feel like the word bridezilla is such a harsh and outdated way of looking at it. To me, there's stressed brides. Mm -hmm. And in saying that, I actually feel like the majority of my stories are probably more grooms. I do find that the more organised, the more stressed they are. So the more attention to detail and the more effort and the more time and effort that goes into a wedding, the more, um, the more you're likely to get a stressed bride or groom. Mm. So I do have a few different stories, but I do think that majority of them are actually grooms. Oh, we'd Um, love to hear (laughs) them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely I'd be a I'd stressed be, bride you would I? be
1: horrendous I would I, I wouldn't I, I'd be the sort of bride that was so laid back people didn't even know when the wedding was there'd just <laughs> yeah. be so little stress it would never happen and you would be so attention to detail that no one would want to come to your wedding anyway yeah uh, thanks <laughs> No, one not invited I wasn't coming <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so tell us about the grooms tell us about your stressed grooms
2: grooms tend to be the authoritative kind of that comes in that kind of a lot of the time aren't actually part of the planning, and that's where mm. and I, I mean as a friend, as a bridesmaid, or someone when there is someone that's getting married, t- being more involved can sometimes mean just knowing what's going on. Having a wedding planner is so key in making sure that there's not as much stress. And I know that's kind of ironic coming from a wedding planner. It's like Hi, I one but. It literally mm-hmm. takes stress off of the bride and means that there's some sort of someone in charge of the organisation and making sure key points are made. So a lot of the time I've had groom, groomzillas, stressed grooms, it's more so when they come in, haven't been part of the plannings, so haven't been in any of the phone meetings or, um, you know, come into the meeting. We have our pre-wedding meetings where we meet in person, which being on a, des- being a destination place you don't actually get to see what they look like sometimes until they're walking in the front door the day before their wedding Mm. so you go through two years of speaking on the phone and becoming friends over the phone and going through this process and then not actually knowing what each other looks like and yeah I've definitely had my fair share of you know tantrums and um, you know the bride and groom pretty much nearly breaking up during the pre-wedding meeting and things like that just from not knowing and just from not actually being part of the conversation and knowing what's going to happen on the day. Mm-hmm. So, there's things like, I don't want your brother being the MC and screaming and, and throwing <laughs> things across the room. And your brother's weird, your family, are, you know, in the families that are paying for things. And oh my goodness. All the stories you hear of, of course they happen. Like, it's yeah. not, they don't come from nowhere. They are, you know, key things. But I think when you talk about tips for people that are a part of weddings, knowing and listening and being part of conversation is so important communication is so key when it comes to weddings so yeah. have you found that bridesmaids tend to
1: cop it in the neck like is it like a second almost like a secondary stress relief where like maybe there's been a bit of tension between the groom or the groom's parents or something and then the bride has just sort of taken that out on her nearest and dearest mate because it she felt like the easiest target
2: pretty much yeah mm. I think it's I think it's inevitable that when someone is stressed they kind of lean on the person that they're closest to and obviously maid of honour bridesmaids they are the people that tend to be the closest to um the bride being a bridesmaid and being you know a maid of honour I think um listening to the bride and knowing her I think the bridesmaids or maid, maids of honour that actually you know maybe organise to have specific wedding catch-ups and have like all right let's have a wedding day let's have just like a let's go for breakfast and talk about the wedding are the ones that are across everything and then prevent last minute tantrums or prevent last minute stress, stress outs the day before the wedding. So I think, um, I think bridesmaids are made of honors obviously can cop it, but as long as they set their boundaries from the start too. when it comes to paying for things, I think that's where I see the most money is Mm. money is tough money. There could be even $10 that goes, no, we're not paying. We're not paying for that. So when it comes to asking for bridesmaids or you know, they've got hair and makeup, they've got dresses, they've got shoes, they've got accessories, things like that. I think what I tend to tend to see a lot of is bridesmaids, maybe not setting their boundaries from the beginning or made of honest, you know, the bridal party. I think if you just kind of go love to be a part of the day, this is where I'm happy to buy this or I'm happy to do that. Your mm. bride is definitely going to appreciate the honesty from the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Does and, that make sense?
1: Yeah, not wait until the day before to be like, what? No. I've got to pay for my own hair and makeup as well? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's also such a time commitment, isn't it, to be it part of a bridal party, especially if it's a destination wedding, you're flying mm-hmm. up to Hamilton Island, you're spending, you know, a good mm. weekend, plus all the pre-stuff that's already gone beforehand, all the, all the yeah. hens and all that kind of stuff. So it can, I can imagine, be quite a pressure to just suddenly find yourself, be like, oh God, if there's one more thing, I'm going to blow. And then that one more thing is the morning of the wedding or the Mm -hmm. day before, yeah.
2: It's super time consuming. I think like, I think um, when it comes to weddings as well, there's that, I think brides tend to feel like that's all they can think about, especially when it's like the lead up, when you're in that last, like maybe three months and there's those, what have I thought about? Have I got everything prepared? Um, And I think that's also something where being that you're that person's friend, they obviously know you, you know them really well. It's really making sure that you're pulling them back down to earth too and just being like, let's do a catch up of weddings. But then let's also just catch up and be normal friends like we were, there was a time before the wedding, there's going to be a time after the wedding.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point to like segregate wedding talk and now we're just going out as mates and we're not yeah. going to talk about the wedding <laughs> yeah.
2: and as and hard as that, me that me might with- be
1: for you we're not going to oh the yeah. wedding today
2: i think the most common one i get is when a bridesmaid gets pregnant
1: and mm. all of a sudden i don't want
2: them part of the bridal party and as much as i can understand the um you know the stress maybe that it might put on you know a pregnant bridesmaid or Um, you know, the fittings and how hard the fittings are going to be to get them into the dress and things like that, that's probably the one that I kind of feel sometimes a little bit like, oh, it's tough because just because someone's, you know, pregnant doesn't mean they don't want to necessarily be there to help and whatnot. So it's boundaries like that where I think, you know, not only do the bridesmaids need to be clear, but the the bride needs to be a little bit more understanding that Mm. life moves on. Life doesn't stop for the wedding. Yeah, I'm not going to not
1: get pregnant just so that I can not be pregnant at your wedding. Exactly.
2: That's and that's probably the most that's honestly the most common one we get. Um I've had a I've had one bride that called that um one of the bridesmaids shaved her head, shaved her head <laughs> off and she's just praying that the hair grows back really quickly.
1: I really found that interview quite enlightening and it really highlighted some of the things that we've talked about, like being very clear about what your expectations are, being very sure about um who you're actually inviting to be your bridesmaid. But I thought what was really interesting was like the differentiation between like really like having like this is our bridesmaid and bride chat and then this is us just being normal friends yeah i thought that was really important i hadn't thought about that
0: i think again honest open communication Mm. everyone needs a transparency letter yeah so i was on buzzfeed looking at fun things or things that brides have asked bridesmaids to do Mm. One was, um, one of my closest friends asked me to be a bridesmaid during the mandatory bridesmaid meeting, which I think that's okay to have those. Yeah, as long Um, as everyone's agreed to it, right? Yeah. She said she wanted, um, she warned us not to show up at her wedding looking like a bunch of (laughs) coked-out (laughs) whores. She meant wearing natural makeup. She also insisted on Im- wearing
1: natural makeup. That's
0: she so also funny. insisted on pre-approving any hairstyles we wanted at least six months in advance of the wedding and then stapled the pictures of the approved hairstyles to our itineraries we were given at the rehearsal dinners in case we'd forgotten. <laughs> wow.
1: I mean, that's something when you're so obsessed with the aesthetic.
0: Yeah. Um, next one. Yeah. The bride kicked the groom's long, uh, lifelong best mate out of the wedding party because he lived with his girlfriend and she wanted her entire wedding to be pure. Wait for it. Never mind that this was her third marriage and <gasps> that the first two had ended due to her infidelity. Well, marriage number three ended too. By the way, the boys are still best mates. Oh my gosh and people are weird oh this is the best one i mean it's a little bit sad this one but let's find some humor in it somewhere Mm -hmm. i went to a wedding in which the father of the groom died of a massive heart attack at the wedding yeah oh god well the bride threw a fit and wouldn't let the groom leave with his father instead she insisted the wedding must go on and not to ruin her day (laughs) I mean, no. annulment. <laughs> no. I mean, that's awful, but. oh, well, that's, that's, that's. I mean, no. it's <laughs> so bad. It's like, <laughs> who does that? So yeah, they're my um, top three wow. crazy stories. Um, on that note, I was speaking to a girl a few weeks ago. And her long time, long life, best friend, mum's best mate. Her and the girls who were her bridesmaids, went to pick her dress. Mm. And, yep, that's the dress. And then, for some reason, this girl just said to her mum afterwards, it just didn't feel like my dress. So, her and her mum found another dress. And she thought she would surprise the girls on her wedding day with a different dress. Yeah, that's cute. Which, yeah, it's her dress. It's not as though one of the bridesmaids has gone, I'm going to change my dress Mm. and then rock up. And this particular bridesmaid, who I think was her maid of honour, was so upset that she changed her mind, has never spoken to her after the wedding.
1: What? Mm. So the bride chose her dress with the bridesmaids. Yes. Then changed her mind because that dress didn't feel aligned to her. Yes. And then rocked up on her wedding day in a different dress and the maid of honour got so shitty about the fact that the bride had changed her mind that she stopped speaking to her. Yes. There's something else going on there, surely.
0: Anyway, on that note... Oh, that's left me with a weird feeling. Do you want to be my bridesmaid? (laughs) Who are you marrying? I don't know yet. My warrior man.
1: Theodore.
0: Theodore. (laughs) Um, Well, it's been great chatting to you. Great chatting to you. If ever I get married, do you think you'll get married? I think if I got married, it would be a very small, intimate wedding.
1: Yeah. See, I don't believe in the institution of marriage in any way, shape or form. I think it's really outdated, but I do... Definitely subscribe to the idea of putting myself in a beautiful dress, wearing a big fat diamond and having everything about me for a full 24 hours. So I think I will get married but I feel like it's just going to be something I do later in life.
0: Yeah. You know? I think mine will just be... Me and my
1: saggy tits.
0: Oh, you're not getting a boob
1: job. Oh, damn right I'm getting a boob
0: We're job. We're getting one next year, aren't we? Yeah. together. Twinning twinning <laughs> <laughs> can I have what she's having
1: can we have matching boobs please oh my Ooh, god well, we, we are should, called tits and
0: tea aren't we we should so go and see a plastic surgeon together I would just because I know what surgeons are like that would be hilarious yeah, just be to great. wind him up he'd be like I am not doing your cosmetic surgery have, ever
1: <laughs> can we have hers and hers tits <laughs> Alright,
0: I love your face I love yours too bye
1: bye we hope you've enjoyed this episode as always we'd love to hear your feedback We just ask that you make it kind. If you have topics you'd like us to cover, questions you'd like to ask, or just fancy getting in touch, please head to the show notes. If you're listening on iTunes, please rate and review. And as always, share us with your mates.
0: Thanks for listening.